Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Dan Hornacek with the Leading on the Front Lines podcast. Excited to be back. Uh, today, we've got kind of an interesting episode. Um, but uh, first, I just want to thank everybody had a lot of downloads on the the podcast so it's exciting to see see the growth and, and see that more people are listening and, and hopefully you guys are taking something away from it again for for those who are just listening to the fir- for, for the first time uh, this is a podcast kind of dedicated to uh, below surface level topics on leadership and management um, but branching out a little further into uh, more personal aspects of, of just leadership kind of as a whole and what kind of encompasses that, challenges that come with that, things like that. So um, my one of my goals is not make it a, a do these five things to be, to be a great leader. It's more so to break down some fundamental topics and things on leadership and whatnot. So um, so again, if you if you like the podcast, want to get a little more involved, see a little more content, we are active on, uh, or I am active on Instagram, X, uh, YouTube, uh, the Instagram and YouTube handles, same as this podcast, Leading on the Front Lines. So look me up there, uh, follow, subscribe, uh, comment would be awesome, like like the post that you, that you get something from. Uh, we're also on X, and uh, the handle on that is just Leading the Front, so feel free to, to follow me there. I engage quite a bit and post uh, multiple times per day on x uh instagram is more more of a once per day type deal um and last week i'm not sure if anyone saw but i started a weekly blog so i'm going to be posting weekly blog posts on numerous little little topics and more so tips and tricks uh this this first blog post was about um, how to not have terrible meetings at work so um we're going to talk about that in a podcast episode, but I'm going to save that for another day. But definitely uh, check that out, and um, there's a link on my Instagram. Again, leading on the front lines on Instagram, there's a link to my blog as well. So check that out. Let me know. would love to hear feedback from you guys. So last week, uh, to kind of get into everything here, we talked about what do you stand for as a leader. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's pretty cool just kind of talking about um, – you know, your personal mission statement, what your values are, kind of how to evaluate yourself into figuring out those values, how it plays at work and, and at home and things like that. So um, I enjoyed talking about that. But today um, I thought we, were talk, we would talk about something that kind of goes along with it from, the, from a value principle, um, but kind of, and if you are following my Instagram, you saw my post today about um, what happened, right? So what was the like the catalyst moment in which you became a leader, right? Because we can talk all day long about being at work and being uh, like in a management position or a leadership role, but typically, right, people who are in those roles are in those roles not just like at work. They're, they're leaders in their home. They're leaders in their peer group, um, with just within their families. They're, they're typically the person who's going to be the go-to or the one who answers questions for people or is the person that, that people rely on. And uh, it, so you don't need to be a manager, right? You don't need to be, and this is kind of like going, taking a little rabbit hole off of, um, you know, the premise of the podcast, but I think it's a key piece to people who are leaders at, at work. Um, and I think that 
you know, it's an important piece to talk about. So I'm going to talk about me, right? So it's just uh, me talking most of the time here. So um, the the catalyst for me um, was November 1st, 2003. Um, I was a senior in high school and um, my, it was, well, so October 31st, Halloween, we're coming into the, the spooky season as it is. Um, I decided to go hang out with some friends and, and skip some school on that day to go hang out with friends. And um, th that next day when I got home, I was uh, kicked out of the house subsequently. So 17 years old, uh, still in school. I was working part-time at a grocery store. I was a, uh, a stock boy at a grocery store. And um, this is in the, the Chicagoland area. So, um, so there I was. It was November 1st. It was in the morning um, before lunchtime. I had gone home to, you know, just because I was done hanging out with my friends. And uh, my mom was there, which, because um, it was Saturday. And she had asked me where I was, you know, everything that a mother would do, not knowing, myself not knowing that she had seen that um, I had come home during school. So anyway, so I had gotten kicked out of the house at 17, um, nowhere to go, really uh, nothing. I had no money, I had nothing. And, um, you know, that, when you walk out of the door, right, of what you called home to nothing, um, it really sends a a message to you that this is all on you at this point um, you're really taking a step from you know because again I was 17 so uh, late late teens um, and now it's kind of a scary scary thing where do I go what do I do um, and I think for me that was that was my catalyst moment um, you know I, I ended up sleeping at a park that, that evening because uh, I had no nowhere to go and I ended up sleeping in a park for about uh, like five or seven days um, in a tube slide and then uh, my buddy's mom let me rent out a room in her house so uh, still going to school still working and uh, at that point being an adult at 17 um, you know not really prepared for it but making it happen so this isn't this isn't a story to talk about to be sad or, or to pity me on I think although it was very difficult um, you know focusing on you know survivability and figuring out strategic moves on what I needed to do um, in order to still make it to school on time still get to work I didn't have a car so um, I couldn't drive anywhere and again this is the Chicago land the Chicago suburbs so you know, there's a lot of traffic and, um, you know, things like that. So um, it was difficult. It was very difficult. And I think that for me, especially that next year, um, really got my mind in a position to start thinking like, well, at least a manager, right? I was able to, to schedule. I was able to uh, think ahead many steps. I was able to do uh, kind of the mental gymnastics of where am I going to eat today? Um, when I say where, I don't mean a fast food restaurant. I mean, you know, am I going to be able to eat today? So, um, you know, to, even though it was a very short period of time, being, you know, homeless <laughs> for a week um, is a very eye-opening experience. You know, you understand what hunger really is, right? 
And I think all of these things specifically play into, um, again, that, that strategy piece of management. And that, that was for me, right? Um, I think we all have, if we really think about it, kind of that, um, that catalyst moment, like I mentioned before, of this is what happened to where, yeah, I'm going through the motions at work and whatnot. Because it's not like that happened and I became a manager the, uh, the next year or something like that. It was actually about three years before I took my first management position. Um, well, maybe two years. It doesn't really matter. But, um, you know, I had ended up moving to Michigan and working as a dairy manager at a grocery store. So, um, you know, I think that looking back and you know, being able to strategize and, and figure out my life and, um, you know, figure out getting the apartment, just all the stuff that I think a lot of us take for granted now. But if you put yourself in the shoes of the time, right, um, it was difficult to, to figure out, especially the first time. Um, that allowed me to have the skill set to be able to interview for a management position uh, confidently and, and ultimately get that job. So, um, you know, I think that the things that happen in our lives shape us to be, you know, obviously the, the people who we are in the future. But as far as for, for this podcast, I think it'd be um, a really cool thing to hear and, and to see what your guys' stories is. You know, mine, um, I've been told, is a little bit more um, dramatic, if you will. Than others, but um, you know, I think that it gives you that momentum, right? I think the trials and tribulations that we we deal with within our lives give us that momentum to make decisions, to um, understand what suffering is, understand what um, it is to, you know, set goals and achieve them, uh, set goals and fail, right? I mean, certainly. There was a lot of a lot of periods of time in which going through that for me that that I failed. Right, um, there's a lot of times that I wasn't able to eat. There was a lot of um, like the the grocery store that I worked at when I was still living in the Chicagoland area. I went for a uh, like a team lead role and I didn't get it. Um, you know, and you it's safe to say that you know I just didn't have the experience and things like that. I was just 18, fresh at that point, fresh out of high school and, and things like that. So it's safe to say that you know. I would be one of the last picks in that that scenario, but to be able to sit there and, you know, be defeated, right, and to have that decision looming in front of you of, I can either be bitter, right, and I can be angry, and which I was, but <laughs> um, I can be angry, or and I can <clears throat> go down the the, the rabbit hole of um, it's everybody else's fault. Um, instead, it's kind of like you pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you decide, you know what, I'm not good enough, right? This is that self-reflective piece that we've talked about numerous times over the last few episodes. Um, where do I fall short? And not from the perspective of like, I'm going to dwell in, in the fact that I'm falling short, but more so like, where do I fall short and is this something that I need to focus on improving so the next time that this opportunity comes, I will have a better chance of um, becoming a manager or, you know, whatever, taking on another position, becoming a team lead, whatever the circumstance may be. So 
again, you know, I think that the the catalyst moment um, again for me was probably, you know, looking back, one of the diff- more difficult times of my life, and um, you know, I don't necessarily want to say I'm thankful for it, right? I'm sure life could have been a lot easier because it wasn't as though I it was just like a week long. It was since I was 17. That's just been my life. But um, I think it's really put me in a position, again, to kind of summarize, to, 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 to learn how to strategize my next moves, to think about pros and cons and decision-making, um, to be able to um, play out different scenarios and how they're going to work um, or won't work. Uh, and, and especially from like a failure perspective, you know, it's kind of cliche. A lot of people talk about, um, how you can learn from failure, but it's very true. And I, and I'm living proof of that because, um, when you fail, you, you, you have that choice. Like I just was talking about of, you know, you can dwell, you can blame, um, you could be embarrassed, right? Um, you know, that's, that's a real thing. There's a, there's a lot of emotions with failure and I don't think a lot of people talk about them. You know, failure is not an easy place to come from. And, um, you know, the, the term cringe, which is really big right now, whenever I think of that word or see that word on social media, I can, the way I feel is I think about my past failures. Like I was there interviewing and I didn't get the job or what have you. Um, and that was cringy, right? It was embarrassing. Um, so I think, you know, we should reflect, right? Let's think about what was, again, just to kind of summarize, what was the catalyst moment in your life that happened in which you, at that moment, were like, now looking back, of course, were like, that is when my journey with being a leader regardless if it's at work, your friend group, etc., that's when it began. That was when I had to make hard choices. That's when I had to sacrifice, right? Um, and I think it's a good opportunity when you're self-reflecting and things like that to be a little grateful for it. Um, not in the sense, like I mentioned before, of I'm happy it happened, right? Um, if it was a negative experience. I hope most of you have a positive catalyst experience of, of this happened and I felt so empowered that that it made me want to teach people or lead people or um, cultivate you know um, experiences for other things like that that is phenomenal and I hope that's the case for for the mo- majority of you um, but I think that regardless positive or ne- negative I think it's an important piece to think about and just kind of sit in and be grateful for that eye-opening experience. So, um, so yeah. So a little more insight into me uh, as far as as my past and, and where I've come from. Um, but I think that you know, thinking about you know what made us go from employee to wanting to be or becoming a manager uh, leader within the workplace, I think that's something we should think about often, and we should be we should be proud of ourselves. So, um, so again, that's, that's today's episode. Um, and don't forget to check me out on Instagram and X and YouTube, uh, again, YouTube and Instagram leading on the front lines. If you want to check me out on X, 
uh, it's just leading the front. So uh, please subscribe to my blog, go on my Instagram. There's a link on my bio um, for the blog. Please subscribe. It'll be weekly. It'll automatically come to your email you subscribe with. And um, yeah, excited to, to kind of get that going and, and have a little more uh, candid writing um, on just different tips and topics that that I think about for, for everyone in the workplace. So again, this is Dan Hornacek, Leading on the Front Lines. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and uh, look forward to chatting with you guys on social media. Take care.